Getting your day started connecting faith to life. Back to Austin Hill in the morning. It's 11 minutes past the hour from the Faith Radio Network. What to do if the media, maybe it's professional news media, maybe it's a Uh, A random person who does a lot of social media, the media shows up at the door or on the campus of your church or at your office and uh, starts posing challenging questions about your worldview, about your beliefs, uh, your core convictions and how you carry out your business. How do you handle that? Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com. He has uh, written eloquently on this issue. One of the things I I notice uh, in some of your remarks, Bill, is you point out something that I've been thinking this and I've said this a few times before, but you write it uh, very succinctly. You don't always have to respond to every little inquiry. You can take a step back and say, hey, I'm not ready for this. Tell us more about this. Yeah, you can always say I don't have a comment on that right now, but if you'll give me until, you know, Tuesday at noon kind of thing, I'll I'll be happy to answer your question. You don't have to answer every question right away. Now, here on the radio, I have to because I work for you. But, you know, otherwise, I, you know, I wouldn't always answer the questions. <laughs> sure. I mean, we do ambushes every weekday morning from 6 to 8. There you but go. But seriously, and, and here's, here's what I find unfortunate. And I'm not uh, bashing on the O'Connors who own and operate the, uh, the Memories Pizza Company, a pizza restaurant there in Indiana. Uh, but Mrs. O'Connor, she uh, apparently invited the news crew into the office. This wasn't somebody who just showed up with cameras rolling, as as I said, and ambushed uh, uh, the O'Connors. They said, hey, can we come in? And Ms. O'Connor, I'm sure out of a sense of wanting to to give and to respond to people's questions and, and meet people's needs and such, she apparently welcomed them in and just had a conversation. I think you're saying sometimes that's not even a good idea. If you don't have a clear reason for why they are there, and if you don't have a clear reason for or clear ideas to how that's going to uh, take your business forward, that particular interview, I'm not sure that I would be doing it without a lot more definition around it first. Yeah, uh, you noted in in your recent writing about this that uh, this is this is kind of a new. I love the term you're using here. This is kind of a new development for small business America. They have to engage in reputation management. Oh yeah. Tell us how you define reputation management. Well, reputation management is is trying to manage what other people think of your business. Uh, with the advent of social media, uh, let me okay, let me take a step back. You go back 20 years when we didn't have social media, what people thought about a business was generally their thoughts and maybe they shared it with their friends and it never went farther than that. With the advent of social media, what I think about a business now can be broadcast literally over the entire world. And thousands and thousands of people can now understand and hear what I think about a particular business. And so if I am the business owner, what other people are saying about my business in social media really now becomes something that I need to manage. I either need to engage in those discussions, I need to uh, help uh, satisfy a, a customer service need, or I need to thank somebody for their kind words and their affirmation. Whatever it is, uh, it is now something uh, reputation-wise that I need to be engaged in and managing at least to some point. And there mm-hmm. are there are dozens of websites that will help you do this. Uh, there are. Bill English is uh, with BibleandBusiness.com. He's in studio with us here at the Faith Radio Network. I, I still, I, you know, I've been, uh, I, I've been talking about this kind of thing, managing your message and, and maintaining your good standing on social media 
for a little over four years with my weekend program, Austin Hills Big World of Small Business. I still meet small business owners from time to time. When the issue of social media comes up, they say, yeah, Facebook is just crazy. Twitter is ugly. It's a mess. I don't want anything to do with it. I, I maintain that um, it, it is a, a wild west, wild open frontier. It is very messy at times. I often would like to just ignore it, but you ignore it at your, your own peril. you got to engage and be a part of the conversation in healthy ways. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and, and when you engage in the conversation, there are four aspects to your messaging that I always uh, like to pay attention to, and I call it message discipline, message clarity, message integrity, and message authenticity. Uh, no matter what the pressures are coming at you, you need to be disciplined in your message, be clear, be uh, integrity-filled, and be authentic in your message. Hmm. Bill English with BibleandBusiness.com. He's uh, with us as we talk about reputation management, not only for a a small business, perhaps a Christian who owns and operates a small business, but how about for a church or a nonprofit parachurch ministry or a Christian school or university? Uh, When somebody shows up at the door with a camera rolling, a uh, Maybe a hidden microphone recording the conversation and asking um, interesting, maybe even curious questions. How do we respond? We'll get some more uh, expertise from Bill in just a moment. 16 past the hour now from Faith Radio. I'm Austin Hill. Don't go away. Eighteen minutes past the hour from the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill in studio with us. Bill English, publisher of BibleAndBusiness.com, offering some of his expertise. By the way, I think uh, I think Bill would like us to visit BibleAndBusiness.com sooner rather than later. Am, am I right about that? Am I yes, actually, that one actually, you are. Yeah, we have several surveys out there for small business owners who yeah. are Christians that we would love to have more participation in. So uh, it's just right under Take Our Surveys. It's on the front page. And, and if you're a small business owner, if you'd just go take 10, 15 minutes and answer some survey questions, we would deeply appreciate it. We would dig it. That would be cool. Yeah! Bibleandbusiness.com, the place to go. Bill is offering some insights as to how a business owner or perhaps the leader of a, a Christian ministry, a, a church, a school, a nonprofit parachurch group, how do you respond when somebody shows up uh, maybe it's a surprise attack. Maybe even a, a, a professional reporter calls and says, I'd like to schedule to come in and ask you some questions. Uh, you started by saying earlier, Bill, you don't necessarily need to open up the floodgates and say, I'll tell you everything I know. But let's consider the ambush uh, situation. You're out in the parking lot behind your shop and somebody walks up with cameras and microphones and says, would you serve this person or that person? Or what do you think about this new law or whatever? Uh, tell, us, uh, tell us your thoughts on that. Well, if somebody ambushes you in the parking lot, and, and, and you see people on TV do this a fair amount, um, my, my philosophy is they are ambushing you, they are hostile to you, and no matter what you say in response to their questions, they're going to frame it negatively. So what you want to do is just say, um, if you'll schedule an appointment, I'll be happy to answer your questions, and let's do this in a professional way rather than an ambush way. And if they say, well, your office isn't returning my calls, then give them your card and say, I will personally handle this. 
mm-hmm. and uh, and go ahead and, and and take their calls. But they are there to do you harm, not good, if they are ambushing you. Now, in the other example you just gave us, if they're calling your office and they're saying, we'd like to come out in three weeks and we'd like to sit down for an hour and a half and we're going to send you a list of questions in advance, and you know, they're, then their intentions are probably a lot more objectively journalistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would have less of an ambush feel for something like that. Questions in advance are uh, always very helpful. Even yeah, then, are. though, uh, if you know if it's being recorded, uh, you can stray from the script. At least the host or the anchor can, and, um, and and even then, you can say, "Yeah, this is not what we had planned to talk about. I'm not prepared to remark about this or what have you." In the event of an ambush, let's imagine this this uh, uh, showing up surprise with uh, cameras and microphones. Let's imagine it happens at a church or in a business during business hours. Either one. Um, you say, okay, I'm not the spokesperson here. I'm not prepared to comment on this. Give me your business card. Give me your info. Somebody will get back to you. Then what? Somebody will get back to the whomever, the reporter, the uh, amateur reporter, whatever it is. Then what happens? Then you get back to them and you go ahead and do the interview. But I think a lot of what we're talking about here, uh, business owners, and church leaders need to have pre-planned how they're going to do this. Who's going to do the response? Uh, what will be said and not said? Uh, you know, how will they communicate? Uh, who will invoke the process? Those kinds of things. You can do a lot of planning in advance to handle those kinds of situations so that you don't look stupid and dumb when you're actually in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um how difficult of a sell is it, do you believe, in this current environment to get a pastor of a church, for example, to actually think that he needs to have a plan or the church needs to have a plan for these kinds of things? It's one of the most difficult sells you you can make, uh, yeah. you know, because it, everybody lives under the assumption that it's not going to happen to me. And besides, I have nothing to hide. Well, guess what? Even though you don't have anything to hide... Uh, you can still be made to look pretty stupid in the press if you don't know what you're doing from a public relations standpoint. And it can damage you. It can damage your church. It can damage your business uh, to the point where it can put a business out of business, and it can damage your church substantially for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So uh, reputation management and being prepared for interviews with the press, whether they're ambush or planned, is just part and parcel of living in the 21st century uh, from a public relations standpoint. See, and I would uh, add to that that uh, doing an interview or allowing yourself to be ambushed in the unfortunate uh, series of events that that happens, after the fact, simply saying, well, I was taken out of context, or they're lying, or it was edited, or that's not really what I meant, or that's not the intention of my comments, or that wasn't the spirit of the conversation, all of that is worthless. It really once is. The, well, yeah, once the cow ha- cows have left the barn, so to speak. Trying to use a rural Indiana metaphor there. Hey, thank you. (laughs) Once the cows have left the barn, it's too late. That's why we have to plan in advance. What is at stake if we ignore this environment and ignore the conditions and the need in your your view? You know, in my view, um, we will continue to be cast more and more as outsiders in our culture, as people of faith who are just ignorant and kind of uh, hayseed. Uh, uh, hick, uneducated people that uh, really, if they just got on the ball, they would see the light and and come to this new way of thinking. 
I it's 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 an ostracizing of us from the from the culture. Now I can hear the Christians out there. Well, Christ said we'd be ostracized. He said we'd be hated. That's true, but we don't have to be ostracized and hated because of our own lack of preparedness and planning in the area of public relations. Yeah, the uh, the Apostle Paul was ostracized and hated and eventually killed for his faith. That doesn't mean that he allowed himself to remain ignorant about what was at stake and what was going on in the world around him. I mean, he was able to stand before Caesar and make a pretty compelling argument to the point where Caesar was tempted to become a Christian. I would say so. Yeah. Uh, big difference here. By the way, just just a final thought here. Yeah. Uh, you and I, uh, we met uh, for uh, a time last week, and this kind of came up in our conversation. But I keep hearing from people with the blow up in Indiana uh, being what it was. I keep hearing from people that was so artificial. It was phony. The number of uh, opposers was really much smaller than than what you would have thought, and the support was greater than the opposition. And uh, it was it was just phonied up and, and artificial. In my mind, that which may be artificial ultimately becomes reality because perception becomes reality. What? How do you? How do you look at well, that? Well, actually, I, I actually I really agree with you. I do think that the number of tweets and the number of online social hate messages that came their way was generated by a small group of people who have written code to make it look like it's coming from thousands of people. That part I agree with because you just. Either these people are highly, highly coordinated and able to get a message out amongst uh, you know five, ten thousand people in a matter of hours, or they've got code that's already written to make it look that way. And having said that, either way, perception is reality, and uh, our our culture lives off of sound bites and fast food news and short term perceptions. And if the perception is there, that's the reality for a lot of people, and we have to pay attention to that. I agree. Bill English, BibleInBusiness.com. Visit him online sooner rather than later. Take the surveys and uh, connect with him online. Bill, thanks very much. Uh, great, to, great to be with you. Thanks for your insight. And we'll see you again soon. BibleInBusiness.com, the place to find Bill English. 26 past the hour from the Faith Radio Network. SRN News on the way just about five minutes from now.